So I'm going to draw a couple things here. So this right here, this is you and me. We are in our ordinary world, right? And then we go on this hero's journey. And we are moving towards some type of purpose. Okay. Now, a couple of things I want you thinking about when you start working towards your purpose. Um, the first thing is what? Like, what do you actually want? Right? And it's something that um, for a lot of you guys, you've never asked yourself this. We feel guilty about it. Our friends are like, hey, so what do you want? What do you want? Right? Our spouses aren't always like, what do you want? You know, uh, most of us spend most of our life trying to figure out what other people want and trying to serve them. So my question for you that I want you to selfishly ask yourself is what do you actually want? What do you want to pursue? What is the thing that you desire the most? Like, what is that? And I'm giving you permission to ask yourself that. Okay. Despite everything. And don't think about your wife or your kids or your family or anyone else. Just think about you selfishly. What do you actually want? Okay. That's question number one. The next thing, we're not going to solve this one today, but the next question is how do you get it? This is, uh, we'll cover this, I think, in module three or four, I can't remember, but this is the, this is the how. So we find the guy who's going to give you a plan. You're going to have the way to pursue it. Okay. Right now I want to focus on the what, the how, and then the middle one. And this is one that's really cool. Um, how many of you guys have, have ever studied Simon Sinek? Simon put out a really cool Ted talk called the power of why it's worth watching. It's like 15, 20 minutes long. But the third question is, is why, right? What do you want? How are we going to get it? Why do you want it? Um, and his whole premise, Simon Sinek's is like the power of why, like you have to start with the why, like, why do you actually want this thing? Um, I believe you first got to start with the what, cause the, I got to figure out what I actually want. And then from there we move into like, why do we actually want that? The how is actually the easiest part. These are the two bigger things. It's like, what do you actually want? And why do you want that? Like, what is the actual reason why you want it? And I want you to, when you do this exercise to be completely honest. Okay. Again, most of us are going to try to lie to ourselves and other people because that's what society's taught us. It's like, what do you want? I want to win a two comic award. Why? So I can help feed orphans. No, that's not true. You may say that because that's what society's taught us. Okay. The reason why you want it is different though. It's going to be a selfish reason. It's going to feel, you're going to feel weird even talking about it. I'm not trying to give you guys permission for this though, right? What's the selfish reason? What is your selfish desire? The reason why you want that thing. Okay. I see some of you guys are already squirming. You feel uncomfortable. We don't like the word selfish, right? Or self-interest. Like, no, no, no. We're about other people all the time. Okay. Now I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you some, some, I'm going to give you some permissions today that you're not going to feel comfortable with. Um, but it is literally the key to you doing the thing that you think you want to do, right? Um, and this is, this is those, things, those things in my head that, that spin in my head a lot of times, but I don't say out loud a lot of times uh, because, again, society as a whole does not agree with this, right? When I'm like, I want to selfishly pursue this thing for myself because I want it. Um, we feel guilty saying that because we're like, well, I'm doing it because of other people. I'm doing it because of my family. I'm doing it because, like, uh, kind of. Uh, how many of you guys have ever seen the show Breaking Bad? It's interesting. If you look at Breaking Bad, Walter White's in there, and the whole time he's like, He's like pursuing this drug thing and he's building meth labs and stuff. He's like, I'm doing it for my kids. I'm doing it for my wife. I'm doing it for my, and he keeps doing the whole thing, right? Whole time he's doing it for my wife and my kids. And like, he keeps putting it back on them. Like, this is why I'm doing it. I'm only doing it because of them. Like, try to show like, he's not being selfish. He's doing this, this other thing. And at the very, very end, after the whole thing's done, last episode, he goes back to his wife and she's like, oh, what? You did this all for us? And finally, the first time ever, he admits to himself and everybody's like, no, I did it for me. I did it because it felt good. I was good at it. I loved it. That's why I did it. Okay, now this is obviously Walter White, and it was a whole horrible experience in drugs. And anyway, so not the perfect example, but it's true to everything. I think about wrestling. 
Um, I wanted to pursue wrestling. Why? Like I saw a different purpose. I wanted because I wanted that feeling. I wanted the feeling that I saw Matt Woods get. I wanted that. I wanted to feel my hand get raised and see what it felt like. See my dad jump around, my mom, my friends, everybody. Like I wanted that for myself. So I selfishly pursued it with all my heart, everything I had. Okay. But the pursuit of me selfishly going after my own goal, guess what it did? The wake of contribution it creates in the back is huge because I pursued that goal right? It gave my coaches meaning. It gave their job purpose. Like they loved it. They had this athlete who was excited, right? Their lives lit up because of it. Then because of that, we had a team that was mediocre, but because I chose a definite purpose and I was killing myself. I was going out before practice, after practice, on the weekends, I was running, I was training. All my teammates started doing the same thing. And all of a sudden, all of them started growing because I was selfishly pursuing my dream and my desire. And they all became better people because of it, right? And the ripple effect goes bigger and bigger and bigger. Same thing through with business. When I started my business, as much as I would like to tell everybody, I did this thing because I wanted to, um, you know, build schools in Africa and I wanted to raise money to save children from sex slavery, which we've done at a huge level. That was not the purpose. The purpose is because I wanted the goal. I wanted to make a million dollars. I selfishly wanted to pursue that. So I went as hard as I could. Okay. And I did it for myself because I wanted that feeling. Okay. We don't talk about this, right? I mean, you guys feel a little uncomfortable right now as I'm even saying this. It feels uncomfortable, right? Because society's taught us it's not okay to say this, but it's true. Okay, and if we want to actually have success, we got to be like, we got to cut through the bull crap and talk about the truth. This is the truth. But because I pursued that with all my heart and my soul, because I wanted it and I wanted that feeling for myself, the wake of contribution it created was huge. Okay, I had to figure out how to create enough value to serve other people. And I did, right? I had to figure out how to like, how to create jobs for the people. And I did like right now for Cliff, there's almost 400 full-time employees that work for us. They have 100,000 active customers who use our platform. Okay, those people have jobs, they have businesses, they have spouses, they have families, they have communities that they serve. Like we're looking at like the ripple effect from what ClickFunnels has created is in the tens of millions, not hundreds of millions of people's lives have been changed because of this selfish desire I had, which was to pursue something I wanted to create. Okay? If I would have been like, hey, I want to do this thing, I'm going to go build ClickFunnels so we can help other people. If I would have like said that in my head actually, I never would have had the, the, the drive to go get that thing and nothing of this would ever happen. So we got to become honest with ourselves. I know it's scary. I know it feels uncomfortable. Okay. Um, but I wanted to kind of, I want to kind of to give you guys this because it is actually important. Okay. Um, hopefully you're okay with me stretching you a little bit and helping you feel a little uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable talking about it out loud. I'm not going to lie, but it's the truth. Um, I want to explain audio. So how many of you guys know who Brooke Castillo is? Brooke is, uh, she runs the biggest life coaching business on the planet. She's amazing. She spoke at recent Funnel Hacking Live. Um, and when she found out I was writing this book, working on this membership site, she actually sent me an audio message. Um, so it was really cool. And I wanted to share it with you guys because it's going to help you understand. I think the reason why a lot of us are like, we, I can't selfishly pursue this dream or this goal because you think it's, you think it's all because of you. But what Brooke talks about in this audio is the fact that like the person who placed the desire in the heart, your heart for you to do this thing wasn't you. So by you pursuing it, it's not actually bad. Um, you're pursuing something that God's asking you to do. Um, so that is a setup. I'm going to play this, uh, this uh, message again. This is a voice message sent to me on her phone. So the audio is not perfect, um, but the message is really powerful. So I'm going to play it real quick and we'll be back in like two minutes. Ready? Go. Russell. All right. I've been listening to your podcast and I know you're writing a book right now. And I think there's a couple things I just want to make sure you address in your book. <laughs> just from, you know, obviously this is the work that I do all the time with my students. And one of the things actually you and I have had a conversation about is like money goals and how a lot of people think that money goals aren't spiritual and that they're the opposite, right? So if you set a goal for a million dollars, that's pulling you away from God versus focusing on like being more aligned with 
um, the rules of the Bible, so to speak. And so I've had so many conversations about this. And one of the things that I think is really important is that people understand that worldly goals, the reason why I think we're in the world is to evolve ourselves mentally and spiritually. And the worldly goals are what can allow us to get there. Because if you think about it, when you set a million dollar goal, you have to get over all your self-doubt, all your fear, all your um, worries about what other people think about you. And one of the things that I say often to my students is you have to have the ability to believe in yourself. You have to have the ability to know what you're capable of. And I think a lot of people have a tough time with that because they think they're being arrogant or they think they're thinking too highly of themselves. And one of the things that I tell them is like, yeah, but you didn't make you, <laughs> right? You're not the one that created you. So it's not really for you to judge. It's for you to accept you're already 100% worthy and 100% capable. And the desires that you've been given to you in your heart are the map of where you need to go. And when you don't pay attention to those desires, you are smaller than you're meant to be. There is a huge escrow waiting out there for you. Jeez, Abraham's word, you know, a huge escrow. And if you don't claim it, nobody will. And so, yeah, it, it's fun to have money goals and it's fun to have business goals just because of what they require you to do to evolve. And the other point that I think is super important is that as soon as you set big goals for yourself, even Hall of Fame, Super Bowl goals for yourself, you're going to immediately doubt yourself. You're going to immediately think that you're not good enough. That is the whole freaking point. And if you're not feeling uncomfortable and you're not feeling like you're making a contribution to your own life and to other people's lives, I don't think your goals are big enough. So I'm so stoked you're writing this book. I think so many people especially in business, need to understand how aligned those two things are. I think a lot of people opt out of really big financial goals because they think it will somehow make them evil. I tell them it just makes you more of who you are. And we need more money in the hands of the good people, my friends. All right, just, just a little <laughs> thoughts with Brooke this morning. <laughs> I hope it helps. Bye. Okay, are you guys getting this? Do you understand what we're trying to put out there? I know that some of these things are a little stretched and make you think a little thing about that things a little differently. But Brooke's talking about like, she says like these desires, like we didn't place these desires in our heart, right? But I would say is like, I'm going to talk about there's three types of faith that we have to have. One's faith in ourselves, one's faith in our guide. But the third one uh, is faith in the purpose, right? Like the desire that's placed in our heart. If we actually believe that this is not of ourselves, but it was placed here inside of us as a thing for us to pursue. Like Brooke said, we didn't create ourselves. We didn't put the desire in our heart. Somebody put this desire in our heart. Like, this is something you need to pursue, right? And so the opposite is actually true. Not pursuing that is selfish. It's saying, oh, I don't, I'm not going to pursue that because, uh, you know, in our head, right, because I don't want to be selfish. The, but like, not pursuing is actually selfish, right? Like, we're supposed to be doing this thing. We're called, we call it this called adventure. You're called to go do something by not pursuing that thing and not becoming who you're supposed to become. You're not able to wake a contribution you would create by, by going after this thing that you feel called to do. Um, if you're not doing that, that whole wake of contribution, if I would have decided I wanted to be state champion wrestler, it would affect my coaches, my teammates, everyone. That would have been selfish. Okay. If I would not have, have actively pursued my goal in business, if I would not have done that, it would have been selfish because all these other people's lives and businesses would not have changed because I was being too selfish. Like, oh, I, I don't want to do that. Like, who am I to do that? 
right? So you have to have faith in this purpose that is bigger than just you. And if you believe that, and you believe these desires are placed inside your heart, now you have the permission and the ability to go and to pursue it. Okay, I, I was talking to Eileen Wilder about this this weekend. Eileen uh, gave, said this really quote. She says, selfishness is not going all in on your calling and your desires. That's actually selfish, to hide, okay? God put these desires in your heart, like not using them is actually the selfish thing, okay? Pursuing them is, is showing the world, showing everybody, showing God, that like, oh my gosh, like, thank you for giving me this idea. Thank you for doing that, like, right? I'm gonna go pursue because of it. Um, I was also talking to, um, to Annie Grace, who's one of my favorite people. We're gonna have her on some of the members-only training calls and stuff. You guys will get to know her better, but she helps people overcome alcohol addiction. That's what she does in her business, um, She's, she's phenomenal. One of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. And I was asking her, I was like, do you, am I, am I crazy? Is this in my head? Like, I'm like, I never say this out loud. Cause I don't want people to think like, Oh, Russell's selfish. He's just trying to, 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 you know, follow his own dreams. But I'm like, in my head, I believe this. Like, is this true? Like, what do you actually think? I'm like, Annie, you've helped like, tens of thousands, not hundreds of thousands of people now overcome alcohol addiction, break addictions and problems and all sorts of stuff. I was like, like, what are your thoughts about this? And she typed this out and I, I hope she doesn't mind me reading this. But it was really powerful and helped kind of reframe it for me inside my head. And so I want to share with you guys as well. She said, the myth is that selfishness is bad. Okay, this is a tyrannical belief that keeps us weak and apart from our true individual power. The belief that selfishness controls us is completely unfounded, toxic, and untrue. And it prevents us from trusting ourselves first. Which, as an aside, if I could teach and instill in my kids one thing, it would be that I would have them trust themselves first. We ourselves. We cannot function in any other way. And many of the problems in society are because we have forgotten that. We have been taught to sacrifice self to such an extent that we have become weak. You can't pour from an empty cup. You must put your oxygen mask on first. Every act we take is selfish. We, we feed ourselves. We protect our families first because we fear the pain our self will experience if they are hurt. Every act is selfish. There is no other way. Humans do what, feel, what we feel like doing for selfish reasons. There's no other way. Compassion equals selfish. It feels good in us. Giving to charity equals selfish. We gain an identity as someone who gives. Judging others is selfish because we feel like we can be better than them. In fact, I would argue that no true change happens without selfishness at its core because true change happens when our desire changes. Example, in her example, is our desire for alcohol for selfish reasons. People don't change for other people. And all the energy and passion opens when people are able to accept this fundamental truth about themselves. Let go of the lie and trust ourselves first because I truly believe that when a human is whole, out of fear and scarcity and driven by selfish desires, they do the right thing, not only for themselves, but for everyone else. That's the only way the whole thing can work. I think it's fascinating. I was actually thinking about this um, like in a church setting. You know, in church, we're always taught, like, don't be selfish, help other people, serve other people, which is 100%, first off, 100% agree. Like, we raise money for tons of charities. Like, those things are great. But if you think about why do I give money to build schools in Kenya? Why do I give money to help these children? Yes, I want to help the children, right? But man, when I give money, it feels really good. When I'm in church, I remember people all the time, like, I'm going to follow these commandments because if I do, God's going to bless me in heaven. Selfish. I'm going to do these things because I'm going to get blessings. Like it's all tied in. And so we have it so much in our head, like it's bad to be selfish. That instead, right, I'm not going to pursue that thing because it's selfish. And so you stay back in your ordinary world. You don't progress. You don't change your life or anybody else's. And you don't fulfill the calling you've been called to do. Okay. So I want to give you guys permission. I know it feels, the word selfish feels dirty. I understand. I feel the same way. Self-interest even feels kind of weird, but I just want to give you guys permission that understanding that like you pursuing the goal the desire that's in place in your heart is not a bad thing. It is a great thing. And by doing it with all your heart, your mind, your soul, you're not fighting against the, like, against good. You're actually pursuing good. You're doing the right things. And by doing that thing, the wake of contribution is amazing, right? By me selfishly giving to charity because it's going to help other people. I'm going to feel really good about it. It does help other people. By me starting a business, it helps other people. By me becoming a wrestler, it helps other people. Like, pursue your dreams, pursue your goals, pursue your desires. And by doing that, 
I promise you, the wake of contribution you will create will fill and help more people than anything else you could possibly do. I heard a story one time about Richard Branson. He is a Richard Branson, the, the rebel billionaire who's built Virgin and all these different brands. Um, somebody asked him one time, um, uh, there was like the soup kitchen or something and, and there's people that are serving and, and like feeding the soup kitchen and they went to Richard Branson. So like, you got all this money. Why don't you go and help in the kitchen? And he's like, well, he's like that person, you know, is, is giving four or five hours a day helping, which is great. That's how they're serving. It's amazing. He's like, I didn't do that, but I bought the soup kitchen. And I paid for all the food and I'm able to serve thousands of people because I pursued this. Right. So understand like by pursuing, it gives you the ability and capacity to help more people. Okay. But that's anyway, does that make sense? It's such a weird topic to share, but so important. And hopefully we'll give you guys the freedom because the selfishness is actually you not going out and pursuing your dreams. Okay. So hopefully that gives you some, um, some permission on your side. 